Hey guys, welcome to Buzz Talks. Tonight we're talking about Atletico Madrid, Leo, and the Europa League final. Hi guys, welcome to Buzz Talks. Uh, of course, this is me, Buzz, and today we don't have one or two, but we have three other people on the panel. Okay, sort of a panel. Uh, joining us as always is Mr. Michael. Uh, Mr. Marcus and a newbie. Hello, Irshad. Hey guys, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, Shad. So, uh, you want to introduce yourselves first? No, what's there to know about me? Okay. Uh, <laughs> wh- what we did was uh, we introduced like uh, probably what's the la- the most memorable memorable game that you watch or memorable moment and what club you support. <laughs> okay, so I'm Shad. Been with, been friends with these guys for the last I don't know ten over years. Uh, other than that, it's twenty. Ah, oh, close to twenty, I guess. Uh, I've always <laughs> been one. I always wanted to join this uh, podcast, but couldn't find the time. But finally, we managed to squeeze in a session today. A uh, bit about myself. Uh, honestly speaking, I'm not really that big of a football fan, so I'm somewhere in the level of Mark, maybe only slightly. Yay! Slightly. Like just slightly more, more, more knowledgeable, <laughs> yeah. So yes. as for teams I support, um, I'm the exact opposite of Michael. I'm a Spurs supporter. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any any reason why you supported Spurs? Yeah. Uh, I've always been one to support the underdogs. So seeing that Spurs have never actually won anything, and no one's gonna accuse me <laughs> wow. of being. A... <laughs> And no one's gonna damn, accuse me of being a, a glory hunter or you know <laughs> or a plastic fan. So I decided to support Spurs before any before they become top dog sometime in the future, hopefully. Wow. Okay, high hopes, high hopes. Uh, any <laughs> favorite bowl, favorite Spurs player? A bowl a bowl hypothesis. <laughs> Spurs players like currently or of all time? Uh either one? Uh Gareth Bill. Oh, Gareth Bale. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I know you. You, you're, you're, you're expecting me to say something like Harry Kane, but yeah, I know. Bale, Bale is considered like, like someone who's of legendary st- status before, before he left for Madrid, and you know now that he's come back, shadow of his former self. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think he's, he's still there. It's just a matter of whether he wants to, wants to put his heart into it or not. So yeah, Gareth Bale, when second, I guess Harry Kane and so on. Okay. Quite close. That's a that's a second, but yeah, Gareth Bale. So you honest, I really I'm really a big fan of Son as well. He's super yeah. cool. Yeah. Uncle Sonny, Sonny boy. Hey wait, chat. So I got to ask. That means, Yo. uh, any like distinct memory of uh Harry? No, not Harry Kane. Gareth Bale that that comes to mind. Hmm. Apart from his. Champions League final performances, nothing specific actually. Uh, but if you want to say, but if you want to talk about antics, uh, probably Wales golf and Madrid <laughs> in that order. I, I, he probably has, he probably probably didn't have enough room to put Spurs at the end. But you know, <laughs> hey, that means you you've never seen that. Uh, who was it? Uh, Mike. Uh, was it Sergi Roberto that he basically just skinned on on that left hand flank, and then he went on to score. I can't remember. 
It was against Barcelona, But, right? Yeah. I remember the Inter the, Milan one was my con. Yeah, the the one where he ran that whole um, <laughs> that entire whole level of field, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's shot. Marcus, can you do the plugin for us? Yes. You've joined us for some time. Okay, uh, Marcus, right, do the plugin. Right. Do do remember to catch Buzz Talks on Twitter, Instagram, or you could email at buzztalks2020 at gmail dot com, and also hit them up on Facebook and buzztalk dot wordpress dot com. Ah, oh, so professional. There's no way I could have done that as good as uh, Marcus. Eh. Oh, which we're going to record a clip of Marcus just saying that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that one, that one should really be like Cut a recorded in. clip. Eh. You know, you know all those YouTube clips with the ads in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly he goes goes around selling. How ads. do you know I'm not? <laughs> How do you know I'm not several of them? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, the word, the the word discussions where we wanted to pit uh, a footballing quiz between Shad and uh, Mark. So stay tuned for that. We'll oh, come I think that was a bad. That's a. Here's my here's my pre- Here's my prediction. I will fail magnificently. <laughs> Unless why it's about I... my burning hatred for Pogba. I know nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Really don't know why my knowledge for football. You know, I I'm kind of only only roughly remember the last three four years of football. Yeah, yeah. so so it'll be it'll be like a range of questions. We can do it like uh friend style or something like that. Oh, let's just let's just hit up with a random question right now. Come on, come on, Mark. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I I I have one. I think this is quite easy. Who's the all-time top scorer for the World Cup? I have no goddamn idea. <laughs> um, Messi. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Shut. I was gonna go for that answer too, but yeah, sure. Uh, Messi, I guess. I I wait. No wait. Stop. Stop. World Cup, right? Yeah, World Cup. Oh. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be messy. He basically he basically solos for one entire team. Yeah, I'll, I'll just no, to... it's not so, so, Sorry, Argentina fan. I was gonna say just because uh, Mark already picked Messi, I probably picked some someone else. Okay, so, who do you want pick? Who do you want pick? Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, okay. Uh, oh shit! Michael? Yeah, that's a good one too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you, you two get to join it? <laughs> Michael with the answer. If Michael cannot get the correct answer, I don't know what to say. It's got to be Miroslav closer, right? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Didn't, didn't think. They didn't think about the German team. Yeah. So fun. Funnily yeah. enough, Miroslav Klose is not exact. Not exactly German. I think he's Polish of Polish descent. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> now, now we learn something new, Mark. Yeah. Now you learn something new. But uh, that that's a little uh, preview for an upcoming episode. We got a few that we have in hand. Uh, right now we're gonna talk about the season that just ended, uh, the La Liga season, the EPL season, uh, and basically the Europe French European season. season. Uh, we have a few surprises. Uh, Michael, take it away. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys think about Atletico? That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something, something refreshing. Uh. Enough with all the Madrid and the Barca wins already. I am, I am sorry, dear listeners. I actually fell asleep for this match. Oh yeah, we, because we we all actually agreed to watch. Uh, it was actually, yes. you know what? I think it was fated because the only time the the winning goal was a misplaced pass from Aguadiola to Suarez, and then he just uh, went on. Yeah. 
on the counter okay. and scored. How can you continue to hit Suarez after this? Come on. Wait, Suarez, he's he's the biter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, there we go. That, that's that's the only thing I know he does. There is a I redemption story, man. They biting the racism. Still, does he still bite people? Uh, I think he stopped. No. But he has like a lot of controversy with <laughs> oh. Suarez. What? I mean, other yeah. than the biting thing, surely there can't be much else, right? I mean, if he's a good player, he's a good player, isn't he? Uh, I can I can name two others. You racially abused Patrice Evra. Yeah, that's one. Uh, the other one is he oh. he had a hand in denying, if I remember correctly, Ghana from proceeding to the next round of a World Cup tournament. By literally, yeah, so basically, uh, yeah. playing keeper and and denying denying the goal lah. He just he's an outfield player, but he just stand there and then like, oh, I'm gonna block this. And I I I totally forgot about huh. that. Yeah, then Patrice he got he got a red card. Then the Ghanaian player took the penalty and he missed. And that's how Uruguay, uh, proceeded to go on to the next round. Yeah. Ah. Oh. But when, then when Liverpool Mike... responded Man. by buying him the very next season. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Be fair for Liverpool, they got a great eye with on tough talent. <laughs> I like his dedication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so at Atletico Madrid, we watched the game. Uh, did you guys fall asleep? I I heard Atletico games are quite boring in nature. I got to admit it was it was a little tough it was, watching. It was it. boring, boring in the the first half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of football going on, but a lot of drama in terms of like moments. Yeah, they had like I think three key moments. They went uh, behind to Valladolid, and then they came came from behind. I think in the second half where they scored the two goals. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on like this season in the Euro- European League, where the not the usual teams are are winning, except for the EPL and uh, the Bundesliga. We have, I think, in La Liga, Atletico won. In the French league, it's Lille who won it. Like I think the next day at three a.m. And I I think that's all right. Any other leagues that I miss out? Inter the, Milan. The- Ah, yes. League, yes, yes, yes. Inter Milan. Oh, yes. And the Scottish, Scottish League. League. Yeah. Uh, Scottish League with uh, Rangers uh, unbeaten. Yeah. Uh, led by yeah. After Luigi. a 10-year dominance by Celtic. So, as as non-footballing fans, what what do you guys feel about this? Uh, we start with Shad, then we go to Mark, and then after that, I'll ask uh, Michael to, uh, to give his thoughts. So, Shad, what, Honestly, what do you think? I, I, I did not watch a single match. Scottish <laughs> League. All I know is that Stevie G was like on a roll as a manager there, and they went around nearly. Well, were they unbeaten or nearly unbeaten? They, they went unbeaten, so they are the invincibles of the Scottish League. Yeah, they deserve like a golden trophy, the golden version of the Scottish League trophy, I guess. It's like Arsenal's invincibles, I guess. Yeah, but other than that, I did not watch any any of the the Scottish Premier League matches, so. No, I don't know, no, no, no. I, I didn't expect you to. But uh, do you think <laughs> it's a nice narrative that uh, they're not the usual teams that are winning this? Uh? Who are the usual teams? That like you know, win? like the Real Madrid. Uh, Real oh, is wait. it always it yeah, Real Madrid, yeah. Barcelona? Or... Oh yeah, you're, ta- you're, you're, you're talking about in general. In not general, not, not in yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's it, it is refreshing to see. 
we we love to see the same thing happen for EPL. I think Spurs had like a good run during the start of this season. Then they just went went downhill, right? Plunge off the cliff <laughs> by 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 Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but uh, majority of the league, yeah, it's it's it's, it's something refreshing. Uh, PSG to lose to Lille was a bit unexpected. Uh, Bayern Munich winning Bundesliga. Mm. Uh, I was secretly cheering for Dortmund for, for for that one, but yeah, uh, something refreshing, I guess. So hopefully next season we'll see a bit more shake up when Liverpool gets back their their squad for next season. Yeah, considering that all this happened uh in the same season that the Super League was actually uh, proposed, uh, it's it's quite mad. Uh, Mark, how how do you feel about it? Uh, generally, as in the concept of like not the usual teams winning, I I am all for that because I if there's one thing I hate, I although you know, well it depends on person to person, but I do I oh I always like it when the winner changes because it keeps things fiery, keep things, um, uh, keep things in motion and fluid, and as to for well for the Scottish league, I don't watch it either, but. For uh, the Rangers and the success, I would like to say, um, I had a friend uh, in Scotland. Cat, uh, his name's Callum. You know what? That doesn't. You know what? That doesn't narrow it down enough. But I think it's fine. Yeah, he was. He was. He's. He's a Rangers fan, so his, his bias is there. But when Steven Gerrard became manager, he was. He was very enthusiastic, and he had good. He had good hopes, and look. Looks like. Looks like he was right about it. Hey, serious. Hey, Mark, do you still keep in touch with this Callum, uh, Callum, Callum guy? Because you didn't give his full name, So I'm uh, just gonna go with Callum guy. Oh, well, you know, yeah, you know, occasionally I do talk to him. Mostly just like you know, once or twice. I try to keep in contact with my as many of my Scottish friends as possible. Hey, can can you like do us a favor? The next time you come on, uh, if we remember, can can you just like ask Callum what he feels about Steven Gerrard and and what he has done at Rangers? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Because it will be interesting sure, to, you see, have to see a, a, yeah, a yeah, perspective yeah. from a Rangers fan. Mm, yes, a hardcore one. Because honestly, uh, you can tell the you can tell that the fans of either football clubs in uh in Scotland are hardcore. Because if if you mention Celtics to a Rangers fan, they just spit on the floor right in front of you. <laughs> Pui. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that's a very interesting very perspective. Uh, now we go to our La Liga expert, uh, Mike. Uh, what do you think? It was great, isn't it? Obviously, a lot. It's got a lot to do with the pandemic, and now everyone was playing more games than usual, right? Um, the reason why a big reason why PSG lost a lot of points at the beginning of the season was because everyone was injured and they couldn't even fill the bench. And so, so I guess this I guess the so-called underdogs took advantage and and won their leagues. Is it gonna happen next season? It's hard to say, but you know I hope I hope things things stay interesting. Okay. Uh, how about the La Liga? Uh, did you expect this kind of like because towards the end, it looked like neither of the top three teams want to win, and that Sevilla might actually sneak in. Do you think 
what what was the reason for for the complete collapse from Barcelona and Real Madrid? So it was really tight at one point, right? Um, Barcelona was like at the end of the end the end of last year, they were like a couple of places above relegation, and then as soon as the year started, they went on an insane winning spree to to get back to the top top four and even had the opportunity to win it um Lali, uh atletico also meanwhile atletico had like a reverse uh trajectory they they were winning like crazy at the start of the year and then there was a series of losses and that's why it was so tight and we had to wait until the last day to to see who would win but really the liga was kind of a mess not 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 one of them really uh you know was able to really take advantage and, and you know put themselves uh, in front but in the end atleti was able to to endure and and, and win the league that's true that's true uh you think this is going to happen for the la liga next year considering that messi is getting older but they have signed uh Last I read, it was three free signings. Uh, uh, Sergio Aguero, Aguero. Mem- Memphis, Memphis Depay, <laughs> and Gigi Wijnaldum. Yeah. Wait, Wijnaldum's going to Barca? Wow. Yeah, for free. They got like... Supposedly. Four, supposedly. Four, four players for free. Yeah, yeah. So, supposedly. Huh. Uh, these three are confirmed. I cannot remember. I remember there's a fourth person, but I forgot who. I think it's a, it's a, I think it's the three of them. Um, I really don't know. There are there are also rumors that the current manager might not make it. So it'll depend on who's who's the next manager. Okay, if there's uh, a manager, who 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 do you think should be leading Barca uh, Barcelona? Pep Guardiola. No, Pep Pep already said he's gonna stay at Manchester City. Where else is he going to go? No else got uh, money. Um, he's going to stay a standout <laughs> candidate if Coleman leaves. Um, maybe they could hire the current Barca B coach, uh, Garcia Pimienta. And I think he's he's a great coach, but I don't know if La- Laporte would uh, give him the job. Is he going to be like the next Pep, you know, Pep managed the Barcelona B team as well, right? In his year. Yeah. Actually, did uh, Luis Enrique? Yeah. He managed the B team, and then got a first team job, uh, Premier League job, and then they got him for, for uh, you know, after after whoever. So yeah, there it it it, it is weird, but there is a kind of a pattern there where B coaches are do well when they get. Uh, when they get the big job, is it because they're more creative, or they have more, more room to try out their, their play style and their tactics in the B division rather than than in the main squad? That means you know they know their tactics when they're coming into the like they have the an idea of how they want big to job. Play. Yeah, because, because, so Barcelona's youth teams ac- across the academy, every single on every level, they're all playing the same tactics, possession football. And sometimes the 
clubs are closer to the sometimes the academy is closer to the philosophy than the main team is so sometimes it's kind of like get, getting back to the basics kind of thing and it works um so yeah also the b team usually are like club legends like so they they end up going to the first team and they're all like uh recognized professionals and and the and the locker room fo- tend to follow them yeah sorry a, a bit of a side note so so what happened to the whole discussion of messi leaving barca is it happening this window or is he gonna retire there for good yeah well, yeah i kind of felt uh, like yeah i thought i just just panned it out <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, so the last that I read, he's staying because uh, obviously because most likely it's because Sergio Aguero is already there. Uh, and I was checking up while you guys were having the discussion. So the fourth person would be Eric Garcia from Manchester City. Uh, if I remember correctly, Eric Garcia is a centre back. He's I think he's a defender. So that'll be good for Barcelona because Gerard Piquet is already getting on in age and. Uh, According to the Twitterverse, the last that I read, uh, Barcelona are considering getting Juan Luigi Donnarumma because he has been released on a free transfer from AC because Milan. Why would Milan want to release him? Because I think Milan cannot afford to keep him. <laughs> And Milan already brought in yes. a replacement keeper for 13 million. Milan needs another Juan Luigi. Yeah, so uh, Sergio, yeah, Messi is staying, and they got four free uh, transfers coming in, and we got a managerial uh, merry-go-round going. Uh, Antonio Conte is leaving Inter Milan after he won. Uh, then the one that is going to replace him is either Sim- Simone Inzaghi or Massimiliano Allegri, but I think Allegri I think- has already been confirmed to go to Juventus. Inzaghi as well to Inter. Yeah, uh, Inzaghi is to Inter, and then uh, Zinedine Zidane has left Real Madrid. Poch- why would Pochettino why would is he... is coming back to Spurs uh, allegedly? But, maybe. But but no, uh, sorry, sidetrack. Why 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 would Inter be releasing Conte? What was the what's the what's this all about? Oh, uh, so basically, Conte wanted he went to the board. He said, uh. Guys, I need I need money to like uh, improve my squad, uh, and then the board tell him, uh, "Sorry, bro, we are you need to sell like eighty million worth of players." And he's like, "All right, it's not working yeah, out." You better better luck. Basically, it's an argument with the board. Yeah. Uh, then he decided to leave. So uh, he decided to leave. Sorry. Then Real Madrid has four candidates to replace him: Antonio Conte, Raul, Pochettino, or Joachim Low. No. Valencia has also appointed Girl. a new head coach, uh, Jose Bordalus. Uh, Mike, do you know Bordalas. anything about? Uh, yeah, do you know anything about this guy? Yeah, uh, he, he's a fascinating guy. He he basically he 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 was responsible for uh, bringing Hetafe back to the Premier League. Wow. Um, he he's he's also uh. Known for his unique tactics, uh, basically, they do lo- the the team. His teams like to do long balls into oh. the opposing, uh, into the opposing, uh, you know, 
it's half like, of the field. It's, it's like Stoke just, City like that. Then just press like crazy. Tony Police Stoke City. Uh, yeah, kind of, but uh, with a with a more aggressive press. Nice. Yeah, that's actually quite and interesting. Then, yeah, and then uh, so it's like there there was actually a uh, there there was a there used to be a graph that I saw in Twitter before that Hetafe and Ibar, another La Liga team, actually pressed more than than Liverpool. Wow. And that's and that's basically how uh, the lower levels of La Liga kind of uh, the ta- that, that's a tactical trend there, and it, and it's quite interesting. Uh, but also, Hetafe is like a dirty as fuck team, <laughs> <laughs> like like classic Jose Mourinho dark arts kind of playstyle. So <laughs> wow. Uh, look forward to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Moving along. Oh damn. Uh, we have <laughs> Manchester United, who are set to offer Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on a three new three year contract, according to the Telegraph. Yeah. What do you think about that, Buzz? Uh, uh, we'll get that in our in our next uh, topic when we move on to the Europa League. Oh my god. Uh, and... around on the bus, man. Yeah, that that'll be a whole whole thing. Uh, Andrea Pirlo has been sacked by Juventus. Allegri is to replace him. Why are they sacking all their title-winning coaches? Oh, yeah, no. to, to be fair, uh, Juventus, Juventus didn't. Uh... My bad. <laughs> but it was like you know, like I think it was his first season. Then towards the end of it, he was like, "No, I'll still be here. I'll still be here." But then, bye bye. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, is that when. Like if you if you remember the start of the season, four days after he got his A license, UEFA A license, he got the Juventus job. That's mad. That, and that's honestly, isn't that crazy? No, it, it's really the problem moving forward because you deny a lot of coaches who don't have any uh, footballing background, and I I guess yeah now that. Uh, that we see right is actually not limited to just in Asia because in Asia, I myself as somebody who tried to do coaching found uh, this kind of things as a real time challenge and I guess it's the same in Europe. I guess I mean it's it's insane that after just four days of obtaining his uh, UEFA A, he can be managing a top club like Juventus without any like you know. He doesn't has have to build any credibility. So like someone, like Steven Gerrard, where he could have easily went to uh, uh, Anfield to 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 Liverpool to pick up the job. He said no, I'm not ready yet. Uh, I want to build myself up as a uh, as a coach. And he went to like the Scottish Prem- Premier League to 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 build himself up, which I think is quite admirable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shad, mm-hmm. you wanted to say something there. Eh? No, no. Hell yeah. What's going on, right? Yeah, I mean that's what, that's what. Um, yeah, yeah. Like we were talking about how Barca B coaches were were mm, yes were getting promoted into the main job, right? Yeah, but that was. Least... I think that was the plan for Pirlo. Like he was, he was. They were gonna give him the UVB job. Oh. But then, but then, um, Sari got sacked. They couldn't find anyone to replace him, so they just gave it to Pirlo. Hey, wait. Like, like Pirlo's Pirlo's 
uh, uh, hmm? appointment is full on emergency kind of decision. Oh. Like there is no advanced planning to it. Okay. Uh, right. So as we is move on to other other managers, Napoli oh. also has a new manager in Luciano Spalletti. I think he replaced uh, Catuso. Yeah, as a manager Uh, yeah. Who else? Uh, Raheem Sterling apparently, uh, Raheem Sterling and Riyad Mahrez apparently is being uh, is Dope. up for sale, and okay. Arsenal want to bid. So that's that's quite strange coming from Man City. Yeah. What Sterling though? Yeah, I don't know. That that that's that's the thing that is very why. <laughs> Because know. his form has not been good the past season. Yeah, like it's been patchy as hell. Fair enough. Uh, Atraf Hakimi. By the way, Buzz, you mm, yeah, you you skip the 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 biggest appointment news, which is which is that AS Roma has hired the special one. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I, honestly, I I thought like uh, <laughs> that was already covered. So my bad. Yeah. Uh, Roma has Jose Mourinho, and apparently he's Hello, making peace man. with a lot of uh, players there, like Henrik Mkhitaryan. <laughs> I think Mkhitaryan wanted to leave. Then Jose said, "No, no, I, I need you here." Dude, I ran yeah. away from you. Get away from me! <laughs> I fucking left no, no. Arsenal he and then I went to Roma. He's still following me here. Can, can, can you imagine? Uh, who's this? Uh, Mo, uh being Mkhitaryan or Smalling? <laughs> yeah. Poor Mkhitaryan, be like, "No, leave me alone, man." <laughs> Uh, another. I think uh, Leon. Can, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, can football players get restraining orders on managers? Not that we have heard of. Usually they just. Uh, <laughs> it's either the political one, which is like what uh, Mata said when uh, Jose went to, uh, to United the first time. He said, "There's no hard feelings. It's a professional relationship. We work well together." Or. In the case of mm. allegedly Henrik Mkhitaryan, he's like, no, I want to leave. Bye bye. <laughs> Get me out of here. No, which is honestly quite a funny thing about being a football player because you're contracted for like two to three years, and it's not as if like any of us who have like a regular ass job, right? We can just like, oh fuck this shit, I'm just gonna quit. I'll, I'll, it's okay if I'm jobless or or anything for a sh- short period of time. They are. Contractually bounded to that yeah. club, and they don't, they can't exactly like up and just like ah, I want to leave. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Not, then we not, have not without a lot of work, guys. Yeah. There, there, there's there's going to be a lot of financial, uh, and a lot of shareholders that they have to go through. Okay. Uh. Next one will be Leon has a new head coach. Head coach Peter Boss. Uh. Mike, I think he's a familiar name to you. Yeah. He used to be the Dortmund coach. He used to be the. Bayer Leverkusen coach, but now he's the Leon coach. He's he's a pretty good he's a pretty good manager, but the criticism of him is that he he's too attacking and and he doesn't pay pay enough attention to the defensive side of things. Hey, uh, yeah, and that's about it with all the leaks. Honestly, it is very like uh, Shad said earlier on. It is very refreshing to hear that uh, all these other. Less regular winners are getting the opportunity to win, especially in the French league where Lille won it. Uh, yeah, and Spurs can still bottle it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of Pochettino <laughs> jokes going around that you know you you can take the man out of Spurs, but not the Spurs out of the man. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and a lot of uh, probably Man United fans who would feel uh, vindicated that they didn't take uh, Pochettino because they say like the the French league is a one team league and you still cannot win it. So you know that that reflects on his uh, status as a manager as compared to Ole. Uh, the irony in all that is uh, will be com- coming up in the uh, shortly in the topic as we cover the Europa League final. Uh, and what else? And it it's interesting that the pandemic, especially this season where the Europa Super uh, no, the European Super League, uh, basically basically got slapped in the face lah. Uh, Juventus didn't win. Uh, yeah. Barcelona and Real Madrid didn't win. Uh, who else? PSG didn't win, but. PSG went inside. PSG was not a part of it. So it'll be interesting to see next season, especially as the transfer window is on the way. Uh, not uh, a really super early prediction, guys. Who do you think is going to win uh, next season for the English, Spanish, German and uh, French team? Do you think it'll be like this season? Uh, let's start with Shad. Yeah, unlikely. Okay, so we'll go with the English team. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with the English let's team. Start, let, let's start with 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 Germany. All right, German team. Who do you think yeah. is is gonna win, guys? And Bayern is on pure form. I always think they're they're unstoppable. <laughs> so, so Bayern also interestingly has also a new manager. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm still gonna give it to Bayern for 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 this round. I mean. Uh, no, second time I'm a bit conflicted between Bayern and and Dortmund. Any 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 news of of any major transfers out of Dortmund for next season? Uh, allegedly, uh, uh allegedly everything I'm I'm saying is all allegedly. <laughs> According to the transfer transfer rules, uh, uh, no, Haaland is going to be staying until 2022. But yeah, Jadon Sancho is in advanced talks with a move to Manchester United. For seventy-five million, uh, seventy-five to eighty million uh, pounds, I think. This they were they've been trying to nab him since last season, right? Mm-hmm. So his his side is okay. So what's left, uh, is the transfer amount. Oh. Yeah, I I, I going back to topic. I'll, I'll still go to Bayern for this one. I don't okay. know, man. I, I, uh, I, I, EPL. No, not ready yet. EPL. No, if 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 club figures shit out. Van Dijk's back up to form and will probably put City for City for a fight, and then it may it may probably be a close one just like the season prior to this. But as as the way things is, Man City, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Liverpool. These are the my my top three bets. Okay, uh, Mark, how about you? Okay, for the German one, I have no clue of. Anything except the two Shard has mentioned, <laughs> mostly because you guys mentioned them a lot as well. So I feel I'm not qualified to speak on that. Same for the French and the Spanish team, because all I'd say would just be like PSG and uh, <laughs> Barcelona. Okay. I want to say. And then how about Wait, the English so, team? So uh, English team. Well, look, look. I got to stick to my guns unless they start winning. So. I am going to predict that Leeds will be one of the top three. Leeds. Oh my god. Sorry. Leeds United. Yeah, okay. I gotta stick with that. Yes. Look, I have to. I have to stick to my guns. And then once they actually get to within like the top five, then I'll disown them and pick another team to support. To be fair, Leeds did quite well for the first season back. Uh, oh. they finished, I think, tenth. Then, 
but but they're ninth, aren't they? Ninth. Yeah, I remember nine yeah. or ten. Yeah, but not bad for a team that's got off relegation. Yeah. By the way, another uh, <laughs> news about that. They still haven't locked down Bielsa, so. Yeah, Bielsa might well, leave. I don't, right? Bielsa might leave. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if if if, the, if Bielsa is gonna stay for next season. A lot of oh, moving parts. I, 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 oh, I, 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 yeah, sidelining a bit. I totally forgot about uh, Leicester. You know, Leicester did well, I guess, this season. Not not too shabby, but I'm That's not sure debatable. what they did. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure what they did. Okay, so uh, Shad is going for City, City or Liverpool or Chelsea. I'll I'll, I'll put one. I'll put City, Liverpool, Chelsea in this order. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Mike. I I I don't think sorry I don't think Leicester has the depth to. I mean, are they going for Europa next season? Uh, Leicester. Yeah, I think Europa League. Yeah. So no. Yeah, they they'll be in Europa. Yeah, I don't think they have the the, the depth to pull off another. Another another prem win. I don't know. That's just me. So I'm just sticking with City, Liverpool, okay. and and Chelsea. City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Uh, Mike. City is gonna win. City is gonna win. Okay, so City. Uh, the other two. <laughs> City, Bayern, PSG. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, only in the only in the. <laughs> no, no, no. Other EPL teams. And then Rangers for uh, no, for no Scottish, yeah, and then Juventus for Italian. Okay, and then um, Ajax Amsterdam for the Dutch league. <laughs> Benfica okay. for the Portuguese uh, league. No, for me, I think it's gonna be Liverpool, City, and then uh, I think finishing third will be Chelsea. Yeah, Liverpool's gonna win next season. You're not even gonna support. You're not gonna See, support United. It, not even like not United. Not even like United. Okay. The problem with Liverpool bus, is that man. is that there are still too many things like that are like um moving. You know, it's like a lot of these players have mm-hmm. to come back and then hit the, like start the race hot. You know what I mean? It's okay. I have just from that. from an ACA. Like, uh, Van Dyke is just coming from an ACL injury, yeah, no. for example. Van Dyke is already up, up and running, really. He's, he's yeah, but he's still he's like in... you know. I'm I'm pretty he's sure he's still working on his oh, fitness. No. And he's not he's not is going he to Euros. Be... He's not going to the Euros. So so that's yeah quite helpful to the team. Yeah, that's another thing. But like you know, we gotta see it first. <laughs> okay, so we got two um... cities uh, as a prediction. I'm going with. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, Mark is going for Leeds. Uh, Leeds United. That's the top three, Mark. Just give him yes. the top three. Who's um, the top three? Other than Leeds. Let's see. Okay. What? Well, no, 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 no. I would give two others because I believe Leeds. Okay. I believe in them. Leeds you have no idea who the hell they are. Okay. Then who's the other two? <laughs> okay. If I'm gonna be completely honest, Liverpool and Manchester City. Uh, who who Ooh. to win it? Who to win it? Leeds, he already said it, man. Oh, Leeds, we did. Leeds, okay, I already okay, told okay. you, you son of a... <laughs> okay, okay. Leeds, Liverpool, uh... and then City. Okay, that, that's gonna be interesting. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You, you got all wrong. I believe Man City is going to get first, but Leeds is gonna. Leeds is definitely gonna be in the top three. Okay. Ooh. So I'm gonna say definitely. Three, yes, three, I'm cheering for Leeds to be on the top three. 
three votes for City. Okay. I didn't know Liverpool though. I thought Liverpool was pretty strong. But I have no idea about transfers and all that. Like, yeah, like, to what, be, like what Mike mentioned. I also kind of want uh, Thiago to, to, to succeed. Yeah. Whatever, you guys voted for City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, we got City. three votes for City, one vote for Liverpool. Coming from a United fan. Alright, now speaking about Manchester United, the Europa League final. Uh, anyone of you watched except for Marcus? Because Marcus was having nightmares about Pogba. Uh, Shad, did you watch it? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I did not watch the match. I, no. Did you watch the coverage of I, the entire meltdown the next day? No, I only watched the uh, the shootouts. Oh, the shootouts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. You watched the shootouts. Uh, Mike? How much pressure there was on the game, man. My God. <laughs> Mike? Yeah, I was, I, was, I was watching. I mean, yeah, I was watching it like at work secretly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I saw... I also watched it. I uh, I didn't watch it until the uh, extra time because I got like, oh, this makes no sense. So yeah, yeah the Europa League final. Um, by now I think everybody would know that uh, Villarreal won eleven ten on penalties, and mm-hmm. it was twenty. That's twenty one good penalties that everybody took. Nobody missed, right? Except for the last one. Yeah, except for De Gea on the last one, which was, which is quite amazing. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll start off this this topic on on the Europa League. Uh, honestly, when I saw the lineup, it was McTominay, Pogba, and Bruno. But by the twentieth yeah. minute mark, I'm like, okay, clearly it's not working out. Only can you like do something because your attacking players are all caught in a straight line, uh, in line with uh, Villarreal defense. Bruno Fernandes was literally standing in the same line as Cavani, uh, Rashford, and Mason Greenwood. And then Paul Pogba, who was supposed to be, to be the more adventurous player, uh, is getting yeah. over, overshadowed by Scott McTominay. Can you, like, do something about it? No. Apparently, he didn't make any changes until the, that, uh... until the start of uh, extra time. And, and even then, he... Made what a lot of people would be saying questionable changes. Uh. I think he took out, uh, I think Shaw for Alex Teles. Uh, he took out Mason Greenwood for Mata. And Donny van der Beek at the very end, yet again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so to me, it, it clearly shows something that has been going on throughout the entire season. But I don't know why none of the Man United fans pick it up. Uh, that Ole just doesn't know what to do with his substitutions. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, we'll start with Mike first. Yeah. So the thing is that because Fred was injured, mm. I I don't think he really had a. I don't think Ole really had no choice but to put Pogba at the midfield because he's. Basically, the only one with technical skill who can progress the ball from deep. McTominay <laughs> can only run. Um, that's why. That's why you were wondering why he's not adventurous. It's because he has to stay deep. Okay. If not, there won't be any passing lanes to anyone. And then um, the rest just didn't make sense. Like, like Mason Greenwood is not good at. 
he's not that good of a dribbler, so he 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 can't really do anything to break that right side of the of the of the of Villarreal's block. Uh huh. And that's it, really. Like, I mean, th- this is a problem that's been present throughout the season, right? Manchester United doesn't know how to break uh, someone teams in the, deep, yeah. uh, a team who sit back really deep. So yeah, it's. I'm not surprised really. Yeah. So uh, the substitutions that came on was Fred came on for Mason Greenwood, uh, in yeah. the hundredth minute, and then Tuanzebe came on for Eric Bailly. Uh, Pogba came off for Daniel James, and then in the hundred and twentieth minute, which is literally the last minute of extra time, Mata came on for Aaron Wan Bisaka, and Alex Telles came on for Scott McTominay, which in all honesty doesn't make sense. You wait up until what a hundred and sixteen minutes before you decide to make changes, and you take out Paul Pogba yeah, for the and, penalty and shootout. It it doesn't make sense too because like they clearly were exhausted, <laughs> so you would think that you'd want you know fresh legs in the team during that extra time, but nothing, nothing really. Yeah, and you compare it to uh, Unai Emery, who actually made his substitutions uh, before the end of the of the extra time. Uh, he took off Carlos Baca for Francis Coughlin uh, in the 60th minute, put on Paco Alcalde. Uh, Moy Gomez came on for Manuel Trigueros, Alberto Moreno, and Mario Gasper uh, came on all before the 90th minute mark, which. It's it's really evidence of of, uh I I don't know how much longer I can watch this United side. Uh, it's more entertaining than the frustrating uh, Vengal period. Uh, it's more exciting than Jose Mourinho to a certain extent. But how long are United fans going to be contented with, uh, mediocre performances like this? Yeah. Well, you're the Man United fan. What do you think? No, I I'm not with the masses, lah. Uh, I I did ask around some of my friends. They are still only in because they, I think, a lot of United fans have this uh romantic side about them, where they want yeah. somebody who split under Sir Alex to be successful. Not that I don't want him to be successful, but it's quite painful, painfully clear to see how limited he is as a coach. And a lot of Man United fans like to compare him to, uh, say, Frank Lampard or or to Steven Gerrard, but they kind of forget that uh, Ole has been a manager for at least a decade, and his biggest yeah, yeah. achievement is winning the Norway Norwegian League uh, multiple times. That's that's an indictment, lah. I mean, you can go all and on about uh, Pochettino not. Uh, winning any title, but at least he's doing it at a big European uh, league, not like the Norwegian league. So it's it's hard to see how moving forward United can, especially with like the transfer news that I shared earlier that United are going to extend his contract by another three years. So it looks like as a United fan, we're gonna be riding down nostalgia lane for another three to. Six years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, anybody want to add anything else? Uh, Shad, how about the penalties? No, but going back to your point on only getting extended for possibly another three years. Mm. You know, doesn't this give the the manager more more stability in the club? Have an idea of what kind of team he's 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 willing to build. Would you say that there's there's a possible chance that he may he may improve from here on out? Uh, I would if I see any performances uh, that would indicate that. Uh, like when you saw, I think when Klopp went to Liverpool, uh, you can see that he's slowly building the team part by part, piece by piece. And there was a general gameplay that uh, he wanted Liverpool to do. Whether the players can do it or not uh, is... It's secondary. It, yeah, secondary. But he has this idea that, all right, we're going to play uh, high pressing from the top. And this is how we are going to do it. Whether you guys can do it or not, do to the best of your abilities. If you cannot, that means A, you're not used to the system yet. B, you are, you don't fit the profile. Uh, like I think Joe Allen was one. They didn't fit the profile. Uh, and they, they switched out the parts and whatnot. What I see from Ole and what I think this team can, can do even more is Ole doesn't really have a set plan. The set plan is first, we counter-attack. Second, we rely a lot on individual brilliance uh, of players. And you can see this from the moment uh, Bruno Fernandes came in. And you can see during big matches, there's this running joke that says Bruno Fernandes is uh, going missing on in big games. Mm-hmm. It's not by chance. Uh, especially in the... We, we talk about the most recent one, uh, the Europa League final. Villarreal isolated Bruno Fernandes from getting any of the ball. And that's the reason why uh, I've said it before. I've said I'm saying this again. To stop Manchester United, you stop Bruno Fernandes. Everything else will fall apart. Marcus Rashford is going to try to beat you for pace. He's going to do one, two uh, nice tricks and he might beat you from time to time. But he his finishing is quite iffy. Uh, Anthony Martial can be fantastic but... Only if he wants to. Yeah, only if he wants to and if not, he's, he's going to be, you know, sulking around. Uh, and then, you know, Dan James who everybody said at one point in time, alright, he's going to be transformed. Dan James looks exactly like the kind of player that he was meant to be, uh, which is a championship player with speed and not really much X-Factor. And who else can we go about? The one person that I think uh, is being wasted and highlights everything wrong about Ole is Donny Van Der Beek. Yeah, Van Der Beek. The dude is so smart in his gameplay, in his uh, possession of the ball, in his movement of the ball. His other teammates are... Failing to keep up, and this is goddamn frustrating. Why, why is it though? Why, why is why, why? Why do you think Ole is underutilizing him? Is it because he doesn't know how to use him, or he doesn't gel with how the current lineup of players are playing? It doesn't gel. First, okay. First, to be fair, he doesn't line up in the way that Ole sets the team up, which is to counter attack. So in counter attack, you don't don't really need somebody who who is good at moving the ball around. Because when he was at Ajax, he he was in a team where everybody is very willing to share the ball per se. So they move the ball quickly, uh, open up spaces, open up runs for each other. Uh, for a good 10 minutes, when you see the ball, I think it was probably around the 20th to 30th minute of uh, possession in the first half. You can see United having a lot of ball, but nobody making any uh, movement at all. And 
even the commentators say okay United's attack uh, they can, they have a lot of possession but there's no there's is is useless possession yeah Villarreal were willing to just relinquish the ball you can have it you can try to pass from left to right right to left but if you don't have players that know how to make the smart movement and the only person that I saw making movement is Edison Cavani is is and that's the limitation of of what you have as a manager and if I want to point it out to everybody Ole for the longest of time had Odin Igalo as a true number 9 in his team and he didn't want to use it during the pandemic because he said and again he he repeated it during his post match uh post match conference he already selected the best 11 and he thought that whoever uh in the 11 were the best uh people equipped to win the match which to me could mean two things one yes uh A lot of people alluded to this. They are, he doesn't trust his bench, and his bench doesn't have enough quality in depth. Two, to me, to me personally, I think he doesn't know how to use his uh, bench to the full extent. Yes, you may have, uh, you may not have like a Manchester City's bench, but if you know how to use or you know get creative on how you can use players like maybe you put Mata in that number ten role. Uh, or you convert McTominay into a holding midfielder, which I think he can, not in Angolo Kanté sense, but in a Darren Fletcher sense. A lot high energy, play it simple, snuff out and protect the back four. I think McTominay can do that. Uh, and these are the few things that you put Donny Van de Beek alongside. I think uh, alongside Bruno Fernandez and McTominay, I think you will see a lot more differences and work into making Mason Greenwood be inside the box because that dude is insane inside the box. Just can't dribble. Yeah, he he <laughs> he, he he's he's not he's not a winger. I really don't yeah. think uh he's he's a winger but inside the box he's he's going to be quite Yeah. yeah. So so that's my little rant. Uh I think a lot of United fans would disagree because everybody wants Oli to succeed. So Good luck in your, in in setting your dreams, ah, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so that's the Europa League final. Uh, anybody wants to add to that? Nobody. Guys, yeah. Congrats to Unai Emery. Oh yes, he, he did a good jo- as job. Mr. Yeah. Europa League, he won it. I think three times with Sevilla, right? Three times with Sevilla. One time with Villarreal. No. Uh no. Oh, you uh, won it with somebody I think, else. No, I think twice with Sevilla, once with Valencia, and ah. then once with Villarreal. So you won it with three clubs. The irony of all this is that uh, he he was let go by Arsenal. How do you feel, uh, Mike? He was never a good uh, fit with Arsenal. But do you um, think they should have stuck to him? I doubt it. I mean, if you look at. If you look at what he was trying to do at Arsenal, he was it it always felt like he was trying to improvise ah. just to keep keep the club afloat. Like he didn't have a set formation or set ideas. In okay. contrast with Villarreal, he he start he, he keeps with the 4-4-2. You know, he knows how to and it's his uh, it's his style. Yeah, it's his style. He knows how to drill that. He knows how to teach the players what to do. Which is very interesting um, considering that uh, United and Arsenal 
ada two teams that I think in the Premier League, uh, two teams that cannot run away from uh, their identity, Arsenal being a lesser version of Tiki Taka, that the fans demand possession-based football, and United being that uh, swashbuckling counter-attack that was a uh, highlight under Sir Alex. Uh, do you agree? I I don't know I don't know about United but mm, with for Arsenal, Arsenal for Arsenal I think right now what Arteta is doing is you know positional play mm. Igitaka it's a you know it it it's with the style so it's not a problem and 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 that's not that's really not uh, Emery's uh, you know skill set. So he, he 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 never he was never really a good fit for it. Yeah, okay, that's true. Uh all right. So that's that wraps up the Europa League. Uh, I think in a few hours time it will be the Champions League finals. Exactly 3 hours from now. 3 hours from now is between City and Chelsea. Uh do you want to make any predictions guys? City. All right. City City, City. uh Mark. Mm, unfortunately, I have to go with City as well because they are strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, just based on principle, I, I, I can't support another London club. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I would rather, I would rather see City win it than Chelsea. So yeah, that's North that's three City. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be uh, against the run of play here. I'm gonna go for Chelsea because I think yeah. uh, Thomas no, Tuchel can, can do it. You 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 gotta give me and Michael some slack, man. We 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 can't support Chelsea here. Oh, yeah. yeah, we cannot support Chelsea. <laughs> to be fair, one's a Spurs fan, the other one is an Arsenal fan. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Like moral principle, we can't support Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, um. Yeah. So so that's the more or less uh what we actually we're gonna talk about the Euros, but I'm I'm not sure. Whether it will be a bit too long, so just in case, I'm gonna make a sort of like a part two. If not, I'm I'm gonna fuse yeah. it in later. So, uh, this is the part two. Uh, stay stay tuned for the part two.